Well, it's a great pleasure to welcome to What's Next, Claire Loveridge, who is the Vice President and uh, General Manager for the EMEA region at Arctic Wolf. Also joining us on the call is the Regional Sales Manager at Arctic Wolf, Jason O'Ely. Uh, welcome to both of you. Great to have you with us. And so, of course, cybersecurity is so much of a topical discussion right now. I mean, it's on top of every CISO's mind. Every organization is focusing. It is probably the biggest risk that organizations face today. So, so um, from your perspective, Claire, and great to have you with us on what's next. Uh, cybersecurity, obviously, in a very crowded mas- market, there are lots of vendors out there, everyone selling different products. Tell us about Arctic Wolf and, and w- what its appeal is for South African businesses and what sets Arctic Wolf apart from everybody else. Okay. Hello. First of all, thank you for inviting me to join this today. It's an absolute pleasure to be speaking to you. So um, the reason, first of all, for this this interview is because we've recently launched in the South Africa region. Um, however, the challenges that we face as a business actually are global. You know, I can't yeah. specify or pinpoint anything different in the South African market per se that we're not facing in any other region. Arctic Wolf as a business has been... Um, It was founded in 2012. We launched MDR as a product in 2014. So we have got a lot of years of experience in tackling a cybersecurity issue. So the cybersecurity market is growing. It's an ever-growing, ever-changing landscape, um, which is why the way that we do things, and we'll touch on that in a a little while, differs from, from several other organizations. It is a crowded landscape, but there's an awful lot of vendors that have a tool specific answer to this problem. We are not a tool based company, we're an outcome based company. So the way that we have developed our solution and our service has changed over the years as we've seen the change in threat landscape. We have an open platform that is our own technology that works with what the what the customers already have. So there's no request to rip and replace. So we would never Mm. go to a customer and say what you've already invested in to help with your security posture, you need to get rid of to invest in Arctic Walk. We work with what they already have to enhance the experience that they have with Arctic Wolf. So we've developed a service that works with the organization's existing tools. But one of the key, for me, unique selling points of Arctic Wolf is the people element. So we have an awful lot of people that work alongside our service. So we don't just have a service that will send alerts over to a customer. So it's not an email. It's all backed up with people who help the customers go from the point that they're at in the security journey to get them to the security posture that they want to have. Okay, well, that's that's quite reassuring, you know, because often you deal with machines and you deal with uh, uh, bots and everything, and you just want to <laughs> deal with a human being that understands what I need done, right? Um, and it's quite interesting you say, uh, you talk about the posture and you talk about how your business has evolved, because certainly cybersecurity has evolved so much. You know, you can't do the way you were doing cybersecurity five years or even three years ago to where you're doing now. So it sounds like Arctic Wolf is an organization that's constantly evolving. So what is it that you do different to other companies in this space? Well, first of all, just to take a step back, if I may, you talk about what organizations were doing three to five years ago around cybersecurity. And I think what we see as a, as a, as a vendor or a service provider in this market 
is that organizations have recognized the threat of cybersecurity but haven't necessarily done anything about it. As we're seeing in the market, and I think everybody would see, is that we're seeing an increase in the scale and the frequency of cyber attacks. You know, I'm sure in the press in South Africa, as well as in the press in every other country that we work with, we're seeing an increase in activity. And it's, it's activity to organizations that affect the real person's life. So it mm, may be mm. a supply chain vendor, it may be the supply of fuel, it may be... Um, retail, it's, it, we're seeing more attacks that affect the common person, but in actual fact, that is just the tip of the iceberg. I think the latest stat that I read was that there's, there's a breach every 11 seconds, which means that the breaches of organizations are happening, happening more and more regularly. So if we look back three to five years, I think organizations were aware of the cyber threat, but I think we'd probably find that most organizations weren't doing anything about it. The increase yeah. in the scale and frequency of these attacks mean that the importance of doing something about it has gone from a nice to have to an actually we must do something about it now. And that's where the market has changed massively for, for, every, for every organization, for every, every region in the world. How yeah, do we yeah, do it yeah. differently? So we have our own service. Um, like I've already said, we work with the tools that organizations have. And because we have our own service, we're able to enrich the data that we have across all organizations. So we've got over 4,000 customers now. Um, we have operations in many different countries. As a, as a business, we're scaling very quickly. But we take a customer, whether that's a small customer or a multinational customer, on a security journey to help them every step of the way. And we deal with threats in, in an ever-changing landscape. So we don't have one tool that just addresses a certain threat. For example, when firewalls became an issue, there was a tool to fix firewall. There's a tool to fix email security. There's a tool to fix antivirus. We have an ever-changing ability to deal with the landscape of cyber threat. Okay. Uh, I want to bring Jason in uh, from a South African perspective. Uh, and Jason, uh, here in South Africa, are we keeping up with the global cybersecurity trends around the world? Yeah, in, in certain instances, yes. I think in South Africa with the, the growth of cloud, I mean, you, you look at a lot of organizations sort of expanding into cloud in South Africa. I think traditionally we looked at a very tools focus where we looked at endpoint sort of management, firewall management and that. The operational side, I think, is where we, we need a lot of help. Um, and there's a lot of growth in that area. If A lot of the organizations I'm talking to are creating a requirement around a 24 by 7 type operation. Because I think traditionally, we've looked at a very 8 to 5 sort of operation around security. And every single customer that I've spoken to in the, in the sort of month that I've been here, is every single one of them have a strategy around how do we adopt a 24 by seven sort of security operations environment. So from that aspect, yes, we're keeping up. I think it's a really good time uh, to talk to a lot of the customers and we started to see a lot more traction around that becoming a necessary requirement for those customers. Okay, interesting so just stuff. To, just to continue on from that, if I may, and expand a little bit. So the 24 by seven aspect of what we do is key. Because offering an 8x5 security solution doesn't work. 
the majority of, of breaches happen outside of the working hours. So if you're going to have a full cybersecurity service and if you can feel confident that you're covered um, against breaches, you need to make sure that it's a 24 by 7 service. Now, for organizations okay. to cover themselves, there's several different ways of doing it. Like we've said, they can buy um, several different tools to help with this challenge or they can have a service. But whatever they do needs to be 24 by 7. The other option that organizations have is to do it themselves. Now, doing it themselves means opening up their own security operations center. So you'll hear talk of a SOC. That's a security operations center. Gartner tell us that to be able to operate a SOC effectively, you need a minimum of eight full-time personnel. The cost mm. of eight full-time personnel is, is prohibitive for many organizations because that's a large overhead as well as being able to buy the tools and everything that you need to be able to do it outside of that. The bigger yeah. challenges that we face globally is the global skill shortage. And this isn't, mm. this isn't just in North America. This is global. And South Africa are finding this as an increasing problem um, for many different reasons that we can touch on again. Having yeah. that skills okay. shortage globally means that Anybody with the skills is in high demand. So being able to find a personnel that not only you can hire, but that you can keep hold of is a big challenge. Arctic Wolf takes the need for all of that away because we take that service on for you. We have the solution. We have the 24 by 7, but we also have the talent to back this up, which means that you don't need to hire the talent yourself. Well, let's dive deep into those solutions. What sort of company would benefit from the solution that Arctic Wolf offers, for example? So you don't need to have a sock. And I was going to touch on the skills, which is it's astonishing how how big the gap is in the market at the moment. And it's you're quite right. It's completely prohibitive for companies to have their own socks. So you've got to go to the experts and you've probably got a massive center, a massive sock of people who are experts in their field, right? So we do. So we have an awful lot of people behind the service. Obviously, we have, as you'd expect, the sales and marketing element of any business. But when you look at the people that we have at the back end, we have a full triage team. And the triage team are the people that deal with what we consider to be the, the events that need further investigation. So when all of the investigations come, or when all of the, the alerts come into our system, we do data enrichment, we do AI, and what comes out to our triage team are the events that we feel need further investigation to make sure that we weed out any false positives and that we can further investigate properly. So we have a full team of, of skilled professional triage people. We also then have what we call our concierge security team, and this is key to every organization. Each customer has two named individuals assigned to their account. Those two named individuals are with them for the entire tenure that they have with Arctic Wolf. So whether it's a review call, whether it's a call to say, this has happened, this is what you need to do about it, and this is how you stop it happening again, whether it's a regular quarterly business review or whether it's that person that takes you on the security journey to understand what's important to you as an organization and how we Arctic Wolf work with you to get you from point A to the point that you want to be at. 
that concierge security team work with you for the entire life cycle of your business. So we have okay. not just skilled personnel in the triage team that are the 24 by seven skilled security operations. We also have a concierge security team that work with the customer on their security journey. Wow, that's uh, it's quite reassuring that you've got that kind of person that you can count on. Uh, normally, th these people change all the time, and uh, the, the, the next person hasn't a complete understanding of what your exposure is like and what your organization's security is like. I want to just go back to the cybersecurity market that we chatted on earlier. And, you know, it's really changed quite a bit. You know, you often hear organizations saying, Oh, you know what? We, we've already got this existing solution that we implemented it, uh, you know, three, four years ago. Uh, and the reality is that existing solution is probably not doing its job or probably not relevant in 2022 because the market has changed so much. And that's how companies find themselves wanting. And that's where breaches come in from, because your existing solution hasn't necessarily, uh, you know, adapted with the times or am I misreading the situation? I think I don't think you're misreading the situation, but what I would say is that we find that there's an awful lot more organizations don't have a solution in place to address cyber threat than there are that do, particularly as we're launching in, in Europe. Um, we call it so we the main uh, part of our solution is MDR managed detection and response. We also have several other elements to our service. But we see an awful lot more organizations that are looking for that initial step for cyber threat protection than somebody with an existing solution. Um, for those organizations that do have something in place, we're seeing an increased amount of breaches, which means mm -hmm. that they're questioning the tools that they already have, because audit, for the most part, it is a tool that they've put in place several years ago. If there's a breach that puts the tools that they have in question and means that they have to look deeper or take it one step further. And if their competitors or another organization know that they've been breached, then that brings it to the forefront as well. So actually for many boards of directors, for many top level management, ensuring that they can justify the spend, but make sure that they can say that they are covered from cyber threat is becoming more and more important every day. Okay, that's interesting. Well, let's look at South Africa. Why is South Africa a market for Arctic Wolf? And, and why are you looking to expand into this particular market? So if you look back at what, what Arctic Wolf have done since the EMEA expansion, so we started our expansion into EMEA on, at the beginning of April last year, which is when I joined the organization. In the space of 18 months, we've hired over 110 people in many different countries. So we now have sales uh, or we have operations in the UK, in the DAC region, in most countries in the Nordics. Um, so we've expanded and, and in the Benelux, so we've expanded very quickly because we've seen a need in the market. Um, as we look to expand, South Africa for me was the, the very obvious next choice. There's compliance down in South Africa, like Jason said, with the growth of cloud. You know, we've seen AWS open operations. We've seen Microsoft Azure open operations. We're yes. seeing Google look to grow. So the growth of cloud is key down there. There's a lot more remote working, which means the need for further security is growing. 
Popia is, you know, whilst very closely linked to GDPR, we're seeing the need for compliance, and I'm sure that that will become more regulated over time. So for me, the next step to do something within the region, it made sense for me to go into, um, it made sense for me to go into South Africa. In addition, we opened our own EMEA SOC in Frankfurt, which is manned 24 by 7 and covers English, German and Dutch. So from a time zone perspective, from a language perspective, to ensure that the customers have seamless coverage, South Africa was my obvious next choice. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Well, look, we discussed some of the challenges. And of course, uh, you, you, you touched on the skills shortage, which is just massive globally for any organization when it comes to cybersecurity. And of course, South Africa, as you mentioned, you know, you've got the GDPR, we've got POPIA and, and that sort of thing. What, what are the challenges affecting customers when it comes to cybersecurity in South Africa? Um, I know we've touched on some of them, but uh, have, have we left any of them out? Because I'm sure there, there are several, and, and compliance, of course, is, uh, is all over the place, right? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I think exactly, sorry, I think Jason. The, sorry, uh, Claire. The biggest thing that we're starting to see is, I think we touched on quite a few of them, but when you start looking at a lot of customers, I think they at that sort of cusp where, we need to start looking at it as a priority for, for security. If you look at South Africa and the stats around being attacked globally, it's one of the highest countries that are actually been attacked. And I think the, the biggest thing that we start seeing in, in South Africa currently is we actually just don't know what's going on. So as companies, yes. like you said, traditionally they've looked at all these different tools, creating that single sort of instance of what's happening in the organization and the remediation around it, I think becomes extremely key. I, I chatted to, yeah. I had a, a, to a customer the other day and we had uh, what we call Log4J like a year ago. And a lot of the customers, as much as they've detected a lot of these uh, challenges in the organizations, the actual process to inoculate themselves, some of them are still only about 60% inoculating. So I think the challenge comes in is, is around the, probably the biggest piece is the skill set. And, and once we identified, how do we actually rectify it and how do we resolve it moving forward? And those are probably the yeah. key areas where, I see a lot of opportunity to help our customers in South Africa to sort of get past that step and, and provide a more resilient security experience for themselves. Okay, now that's pretty exciting. And, uh, and I think, uh, you know, just to your point as well, Claire and Jason, is that where, if, you, if you don't get your cybersecurity right, you know, the, the, reputational, the reputational damage uh, after an attack and your data being leaked, uh, never mind we talk about compliance and we talk about Popia, I mean, the consequences of, of an attack and you're not properly secure are quite devastating. They can be devastating in many different respects. Like you say, reputational damage, cost, time out of the business. The, the, the ripple effect of a breach can be huge, which is why if organizations aren't looking at this, my advice would be don't wait until it's too late. We see yes. too many instances where organizations think of it as a nice to have and then they get breached. And then all of a sudden it becomes urgent that they put something in place. But you could argue that the horse is bolted by that point in time. For me, this needs to be something that organizations need to see as a priority because it's a risk that's not going away. There is no singular fix to cyber threat. It's an ever-changing environment. It's not going away. And it's something that organizations need to look to put in place now to give themselves increased coverage um, and mitigate the risk. 
Fantastic. So this is very exciting. Um, I'd love to hear about your plans uh, for Arctic Wolf in South Africa. What do you have? What do you What do you have planned here? So, like all regions, we uh, we started with our first team on the ground, um, and the business will scale very quickly. So, the biggest thing that we can do is get an understanding out to the to organisations of what we do and how we can help them to protect themselves. We are still new to market. We're as a brand, we're still quite small, and arguably in, in the Emir region, we're still fairly small. We've only been here eighteen months. So, for us, it's about an awareness piece. We're not just here to sell. We want to make organizations aware of what the threat is and how we can help them. So we will be investing in more heads. We've got a sales team. We've got technical. We'll be investing in marketing. We'll be investing in channel. And we'll be looking to grow the business out as, as the need scales. And for me, I truly believe that the need is every organization in the region. So, Jason, how does somebody reach out to, to uh, Arctic Wolf? Uh, how do you get in touch with yourselves? So, the easiest way would probably be on LinkedIn. Um, I'm, I'm online there. You'll see a lot of that. You'll see a lot of information coming in the news and the press. I can share email addresses and stuff. But reach out to myself. We're happy to chat to anyone around what we can do and, and what we can offer. That's probably the easiest way, Aki. Myself and Andre locally are the key individuals to, to and happy to jump on a call or even nowadays go and see people in person, which is uh, <laughs> something better, right? Yeah, there, no, is that's also awesome. a con- there is also a contact us page on the website, arcticwolf.com. Um, and we have a plethora of information on there. We have case studies. We have the security journey. We have an awful lot of information because the biggest thing that we want to do is make organizations aware um, of what the risk is. So if you visit the website, you'll find a lot of information there as well. Fantastic. And and I think the, the message I'm getting from both of you is start the conversation. Talk about your posture. Talk about your organization. See where your vulnerabilities are. Don't wait until it's too late. Jason O'Ely, Regional Sales Manager at Arctic Wolf, and Claire Loveridge uh, joining us from the UK, Vice President and General Manager for the EMEA region at Arctic Wolf. Uh, thank you so much to both of you for joining me. I really appreciate your time and the insights. My pleasure. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank, thank you. you.